previously on Getting Dicey. You guys have spent the last few days following the high road south from Neverwinter. Uh, you've just recently veered east along the Tribor Trail. Alright, so as you come around a bend, you spot two dead horses sprawled about 50 feet ahead of you. Five <gasps> goblins appear. You will be like them! You are dead! You, you will die! <laughs> you think you can survive us? Not in a million years! We killed the horses! You think you can survive our arrows? You've kind of noticed that there's like um, some sort of tracks uh, leading north from your position. A shallow stream flows out of the cave mouth, which is screened uh, by dense briar thicket. A narrow dry path leads into the cave on the right hand of the stream. Alright, I cast something called Disguise Self, and I become the shape of a goblin. Mr. Loris, should we kill it? <laughs> thought you had brains. You, wa- you, you watched him change. Oh, what's the noise? What are you? What is even happening over there? He's, <laughs> he says, "Intruders! Intruders! Ah, tell Clark they're here!" You bolt towards them and, and take a giant leap and land pro- like midway into the water, and it pushes you prone as the strength of the water kind of knocks you over. Wait a minute! You're trying to kill us. We'll get you now. This is it. You better roll for, for initiative or whatever it is. <laughs> roll! Getting dicey. <laughs> so at the top of the turn order is Gil. <laughs> uh, okay. So... Can you just describe the situation for us a little bit? Yeah, certainly. So Sig is, what's happening with Sig? Sig is kind of uh, on hands and knees in re- relatively shallow water. It was enough, like, he landed in a way that um, he was slipped on a rock and the water kind of pushed him over. And he's kind of, like, on his hands and knees and it's probably up to his shoulders. It's a couple of feet deep. Um, one, of the, one of the goblins, the, the one at the front here, took that as meaning, um, all right, the, the, this isn't what uh, we thought it was. These these guys aren't here for a cave tour. That may, that maybe that there's uh, some danger here, and they've kind of pulled out their weapons and are uh, basically ready to attack. Behind them, up here, is the entrance to the cave. Um, it's pretty dark in there. You can't really see much, but you you can kind of just hear running a lot of running water. It sounds very very loud with running water to the north. Okay. Oh, I step forward and I say, friends, goblins, lend me your ears. As you can see, mine are out of balance. <laughs> Please ignore ignore Sig who uh, full-heartedly jumped at you. As you can see, he's now incapacitated. And I'm sure we could continue the tour, which we have, for all intents and purposes, paid for. And I am going to use a cantrip called Friends. You gain advantage of your be at the DM's discretion because I don't know whether or not they're yet hostile towards us, but we shall see. But yeah, they're, they're, well, they're hostile towards Sig. Um, so I'm going to take that as meaning the whole party. Um, so what, what I'll get you to do is roll a uh, persuasion check, which is a, it's a charisma roll, isn't it? Um, so I'll give you advantage yeah. on that. So just, yeah, persuasion with advantage. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh. yeah. Uh, roll? I rolled a 24. 24. Yeah, 24. Um, okay. okay. So it's been a week. I haven't done this voice for a little while. So let's see how this goes. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, okay. I need to think of, all right. So you've just rolled, uh, you're basically saying it's 
So what are you trying to say? That's is something wrong with SIG or what are you trying to persuade I, them on? I'm just trying to catch their attention and get them to stop hostility towards us so that we can have a meaningful conversation. Okay. Okay. The, um, the goblin at the front was, was kind of reaching for his, his scimitar at his side. And uh, he takes a look over at Sig and then over at you, Gil, and sort of... Okay. Well, uh, maybe we need to uh, see if Clark is happy to have you in this time. Clark? Surely he entrusted you with this uh, very high-end prestigious position. I'm sure that you could make superior decisions. Okay, um, so I'll call, we'll call that. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn, Gil? Okay. No. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll move uh, to the next in the order. Um, Baron Byram. Okay, I'm not really sure what to do here. Um, I had transformed into a goblin. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> and I was maybe going to get attacked by uh, Sig, but then he jumped in the river. Uh, I'm just going to um, yell at the the other goblins and say, "Just relax. They're um, they're, they're not of their right mind. He's uh, we're just looking after this uh, special group of people, and we're taking them through uh, the the tour. Uh, and please ignore Sig, or please ignore the one on the river." Yeah, is that you, Billy Goblin? Billy Goblin, <laughs> is that you? Yes, it's me, Billy. <laughs> I've, I've never heard Billy talk, so I don't know how Billy talks. Well, I'm gonna, yeah, okay. I'm gonna, I want you to roll for persuasion as well, but I'm going to give you advantage yes. as well since you are disguised. Oh, since you are disguised. Okay. Uh, by, uh, by the way, the, the, this roll for persuasion is purely for this for this goblin at the front, the one that's the one that's uh, okay. in conversation with you at the moment, and the same for you, Gil, as well. Your roll was purely for that one uh, in front. So I'll roll uh, that. I'll roll it, and I'll have to roll it twice. So I've got a twelve, and then a. Um, a thirteen. Um, okay. So those are very high numbers. Those aren't th- those aren't high, but they're also not. This guy isn't isn't the most intelligent, I don't think. So um, I just want to implore him to uh, just let us go on with the tour, or otherwise I'm going to lose my money. Uh, okay, Billy. It's been a while. Where have you been? It's. Uh, I mean, you've been gone a little while, but you just. Uh, I've been drumming up business. What do you think this is? Yes, I get it. Uh, look. Um, what I'll do is I'll send your org here back to make sure everything's okay with Clag. And, uh, why don't you guys wait here with me? Oh, my God. Any, um, oh, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um, I'm just going to make crazy eyes at the rest of the party. <laughs> what the hell is going on? And that's it. Okay. Um, next in the order is Sig. <laughs> now, now there is a reason I didn't want to. There is a reason I didn't want to resolve the uh, the conversations until Sig had had his turn because I was wanting mm-hmm. to see if you guys were going to do anything with Sig. So let's, <sighs> so, let's, so let's see, Sig. It's all you, my man. <clears throat> all right. So Sig pulls himself up out of the water, and you see him struggle to maintain his consciousness in what's been going on. He looks across to Baron Byram in his goblin form. And he looks across to his foes and he struggles with indecision for a moment and he stomps up through the stream. So he's in between the cave mouth and the goblins outside. And he 
stands up onto the bank behind the goblins with his shield ready and his sword up. Mm. You stay right there. Okay. All right. And is there nothing else that you wanted to do that time? And then he'll attack with his sword. I try. <laughs> Are you attacking? I'm attacking. All right. You're York. attacking Jarg. With a 16 of a diagonal thrust through his spleenage. All right. Well, that is a hit. And that was oh, seven damage. Oof, all right. Uh, let's see how... Uh, Sig wonders if he lulled you all into a false sense of security. <laughs> he was not going to attack. So that was seven <laughs> damage. All right. Okay. Well, that that you've really injured Jarg to the point of death. <clears throat> um, can you describe your your attack? So Sig stands up, pauses for a moment, and then loses himself to his rage and cleaves him down from the the shoulder down to the belly, <laughs> out through his doopy. <laughs> And his doopy <laughs> is well and truly splinted. Um, the original, the goblin next to Jarg is, is sh- well, he's shocked. He is, I knew it! He's nutcase! Why did you, why did you bring him on this tour, Billy? Um, Can you ticket? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think Sig might have had ulterior motives for coming to this cave tour. Um, mm-hmm. So anything else that uh, you'd like to do? That's all. Okay, cool. Um, Loris, it is your turn. I am quite confused. I'm not sure what Sig was doing. And for a moment there, we were going to kill them. And then he wanted to be friendly. So seeing Sig kill... What was his name? That was Jarg. There's a lot of A's in that one. (laughs) Okay. Seeing Sig kill said goblin... Loris is just going to join in oh. and charge across the river to that guy. Okay. And with his rather large axe brandaged, he is going, I am going to cleave the goblins hidden too. Because that guys... seems to be the way, way Loris does things. <laughs> yeah, you guys are bloodthirsty. <laughs> um, okay. All right, we'll roll to attack. How do you roll six... D20s there. That is a lot. I have no idea. It came, came up with a, a 16. I'm trying to... Okay, I'm not sure all right. It's doing 20 damage. Also, you've done... <laughs> like, sure what, I right. don't know why it's so exciting. Right, so roll 20 is I'll like... All right, so what, you rolled a 16? 16. What did, you, what did you roll for damage? A 13 plus 12 plus a 9 plus... I don't know. It should <laughs> I be 13. It's, I think it's a 13, 13, right? It's, it's supposed to be 1D12 damage. plus 3, so it'll be 13, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I've, I've got that set up wrong. Okay, all right. So do you want to describe how you'd kill this guy? Because he is, again, this goblin is well and truly dead. Um, so, yeah, so, so, <clears throat> so, yeah, just running, kind of not screaming at him because I didn't want him to run away, but just running in a, in a very silent stare. Loris is, is charged up to the um, goblin and just with one foul swoop straight through the center of his head. I, I want to have his head sort of peel that way. Oh, and it peel it does. Um, that <laughs> goblin's uh, brain actually splatters out and into the clear waters of the river. Um, and you oh, see, I like that. And you see his blood and his brains <laughs> slowly just float down the river. What used to be crisp, clear water is now sullied um, with the, the spoils of the, the goblin. Um, and so with that, I just give Sig a look, a knowing look, and say, see, I, I had your back. 
Okay, and and that's that's our battle done. That is that's over. Well, uh, there's no arguing the effectiveness of that strategy, <laughs> I guess. My God, you positively unhinged the both of you. We need to flee. Gil, Baron, can you agree See, with anything these two have done? One more extreme. So, shall we hunt goblins? Indeed, good man, Mister Lawless. Mr. Gill, we still have one more goblin to attend to. And Stig looks at Baron Byron. Gill, you ask this man anything only a noble would know. I'm not convinced. Uh, what's the square root of four? Ask the servants. He's a noble. <laughs> We need to get out of here immediately. Sig sighs with the relief. Who's coming with me? And pulls out his new journal that he made on the weekend. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I have no time for such things. Goblins could come out of that cave at any moment and kill us all. We must leave. Our lives are in problem. danger. Thanks to these unhinged maniacs. Our lives <laughs> may be in danger, lady, but surely that is where the best stories come from. American. Please calm down. As long as can live to tell the tale. You have killed our Jeez. only opportunity to find out where those poor innocent souls are and whether they're still alive. I, I believe they are in there, my lady, pointing well, I to can't the cave. Be going in. Then Sig and I shall go in. You and the other two can stay here, and we will save the day. Come, Sig. Do mm. as you will. <laughs> I cannot leave Nasa out here in the wild, so she may be accustomed. But also, a chance for glory. Baron, what will you do? Or should I say, Billy? (laughs) Well, it would have been nice to have known how many there might be. If we could have got some kind of question in before they were cleaved in two. Mm. Um, Numbers do not matter. (laughs) They all fall to the same blade. Uh, uh, I like your confidence. Um, (laughs) Maybe... Uh, maybe if we just pop our head in, I'll tell you what, if you guys go in and then send a little piece of paper down the river, if you think that it's, uh, safe or if there's, you know, enough for us to attack. Sig holds up his hand. Excuse me, everyone. I owe you all an explanation. Nay, an apology. Um, can we, uh, make our way away from this cape mouth for a moment? And Sig looks pretty embarrassed. And he steps over carefully through the stream over towards Mr. Byram and he bows ever so. I'm looking a little bit suspicious here that I'm going to get cleaved in half. To <laughs> 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 the other goblins. Mm, this seems like the first sensible thing I've heard from you for a while. I think we should. Um, please bring me your ears over this way. I just step away from the cave mouth a little bit. And you see Stig sheath his sword and hold his shield in a non-combative stance. It seems early in this journey as it's been, you've already found my weakness. Uh, I can't remember the first time I've charged into battle like that. Foolish. Admittedly, Mr. Loras, this this technique works well for you, but not so much me. These foul beasts, these goblins, they are why I'm here today. They rendered my village into pieces Killing, slashing, slaughtering. 
I can still see my men's eyes as the life fades from them. And indeed, that's why my vocation has been to become the war scholar and venture out and find any means necessary to defend our village from this foe. Apologies, Mr. Baron, but it is not the first time my mind has been sullied by goblin magic. And indeed, my, my memory isn't clear. My purpose sometimes wavers, but my hatred for goblins does not. I will go into this cave and I will kill every goblin I see. Admittedly, some time in the river did give me back my sanity for a moment, but it will be a struggle for me. Thank you for your ears. <laughs> Very good. Seem, seem to have some suffering from some kind of post-goblin stress disorder. Noble words, to be sure, Mr. Baron. You shall not fear my knife today. Psychological damage. Well, truly a touching speech. I wipe a single tear from my eye. I'm with you, Sir Sig. Mm. Let us avenge your people. Thank you, Mr. Gill. I'm with you too. However, you must not let your rage cloud your sense. We must think of this strategically. If you are indeed a war scholar, we need to use tactics and think about our actions before we charge in and get ourselves all killed. Wise words from a wise kin, Miss Elf. Loris, what say you? Let the killing begin. I'm still quite worried about you. (laughs) (laughs) Nesta, what would you suggest, strategically, of course? I suggest if we want to stand a chance, we should perhaps camp overnight and regain our magics, which will give us the edge. It would be good if we could also scout to see what their numbers are before we risk a full-on attack that may be a trap. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It might be, they might have people coming out and, or goblins coming out and checking to see um, where the, the other goblins are and if they spot those cleaved bodies, then I'll set them off. So if we're going to uh, relax, maybe we should <clears throat> hide them in a bush or something. Mm. Agreed. Mr. Loris, do you need rest at this point? You rest when you die. Perhaps I propose, Mr. Loris and I, guard watch, will you regenerate your nature whatnots? <laughs> and... <laughs> And uh, you will need my nature, whatnots. Un- undoubtedly, Mister Baron, could you do that crystal thing one one day? That would be good. Which crystal thing? It was the seventeenth of High Sun when you showed us the the little hand trick. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. I can do the hand trick. Yes, can you do that at whim? Uh, actually, I can. So, have you got a particular target? Yes, actually, Mr. Byron. American's words of strategy has provoked mine own. I have a spare crossbow, and I was wondering if you could manipulate the finger of that hand to use that crossbow at distance. Uh, I, I can't, I won't be able to attack, I mean, use things at a distance. I can more summon a ghostly hand to uh, suck out the life essence of a creature. Could you use it to pull a rope, perhaps? No. Hmm. It's more a mage mage hand trick. I see. But I could uh, 
Yeah, I can attack things. Do you want to see it? In due time. In due okay. Time. <laughs> All right. All right. We um we know this cave is filled with these beasts. We do, have rope. we do have rope from the first trap that we dissembled. Surely we could pay traps back to them in kind while you rest. I suggest we make better traps than they made. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be too hard. Mm. By the way, does anyone happen to have uh, any kind of um, herbalism items that I could use to make potions? I seem to have given mine away. I shall check my bag in D&D Beyond, miss. <laughs> what is this D&D Beyond? It's the name of my bag, of course. Ah. Not I. Yes, well, I will have to procure one at the next opportunity. Nay. What do you need that for? To make healing potions. Ooh. Okay, that will come in handy. I have a hammer. <laughs> it may not help. Not cracking, surely. Uh, so the plan, if I am if I am correct, the plan is hide overnight while Lolos and Sig you you make traps. Correct. I think it would sound braver if we worded it as reconnaissance our foe before we kill them all. Ah, I reconnoiter, if you will. Mm, that sounds braver. Can we just kill them while they sleep? That would be more fun. <laughs> well, it is, but. Only the afternoon, perhaps you better can rest. than in the best plan possible. Sig, you and I will go into the cave later, and we will look. He hasn't got the word for whatever he just said, and find, and and kill. This is my plan. That sounds good, Mister Loris. Perhaps before we venture into the cave, we can set some snares at their the mouth of the cave. So if we flee in most haste, they will be caught and not us. What is this flee? <laughs> it is a mere human technique for killing at a later time. I'll show you one day. All right, so is the plan to rest up a bit? Uh, well, some of the crew to rest up. Have you guys got thoughts of where you'd like to rest up and for how long? I say we make camp a short way away after we hide these hideous bodies. Mm-hmm. I need but four hours rest, unlike you humans. I am similar. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Baron, how much rest do you need to charge your little crystal thing? (laughs) It's not really a crystal. I don't know, a good eight hours, a little bit of breakfast. I do have some rations I could spare. Really? That's kind of it. I have been a bit of a dick to you lately. My apologies. <laughs> well, after you explained your reflection with the goblins and how they killed the village, I can understand. If I may ask one more thing of you, Mr. Baron. Mm-hmm. Do you have to remain in this hideous form? <laughs> well, <laughs> it lasts for an hour. I must admit, and, it is mm, growing on me. Thank you. <laughs> well... You know, I was just worried if a goblin pops out now, I might have something sort of, I might get attacked last. If a goblin pops out, it loses its head. Simple. Perhaps we could use this to our advantage then. I am no longer an idiot. So (laughs) perhaps if you were to twinkle your little goblin toes into the mouth of the cave, a small mite, but always within retreatable distance, 
you know, see what you see. The other two can rest. Loris and I can prepare traps and kill anyone who chases you. Then we rest up. Then we attack and force and kill every little bastard we can find. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I'll give that a go as long as I don't go too far into the cave. Mm-hmm. Um, may, maybe you can hide the bodies while I pop my head in. Yes, and search them. By the way, see if you can find out if the hostages still live. Ooh, that might involve talking to them. I think if they talk, um, <clears throat> I'll probably just make my excuses and leave. Good idea. Solid. But I'll keep an eye out. Loris is just going to follow up behind him. So if he does escape and, or does, yeah, flee. Not escape. Um, <laughs> and, and someone follows him, Loris is basically just going to be there to slice, slice them in two. Uh, is there stones to get over the river or have to walk in the water? You're going to have to walk through the water. Mm, this is no good. My shoes on. Oh, God. <laughs> Mr. Loris, could you toss him clean across the river? Hey, nobody tosses a goblin. <laughs> he looks small enough. I, I, I could do it if, if you wanted. Uh, no, it's okay. I, <clears throat> I just take the least amount of steps as I can. Right, so okay. you can kind of see a little way up the um, the sort of the mouth of the cave. You can see it's got a, it's kind of like a relatively steep incline, um, which is helping this water flow out of this cave. Uh, little waterfalls. There's no uh, well, not not at this point. It's probably kind of like there's maybe a little step. It's probably like more like small rapids. No, no waterfalls. Um, you can sort of see on the right uh, up ahead that there are some stairs that sort of go up and, and out of view around a corner. Um, and deeper into that cave is, is just pitch black. Okay, I'm just going to pop my head around the corner. All right. <laughs> uh, if I can't see anybody, <laughs> I'm just going to come out of it. And then I will walk up here and look up the stairs. Okay. Okay. As what you... So just inside the, um, the cave mouth, there's a few uneven stone steps leading up to a small dark chamber on the east side of that passage. Um, the cave narrows to a steep fissure at the far end and is filled with the stench of animals. Uh, savage snarls and the sounds of rattling chains greet your ears where three wolves are chained up uh, just inside the opening. Each wolf's chain leads to an iron rod driven into the base of a stalagmite. And they're all... They kind of they don't notice you yet. They're just kind of snarling and biting around at whatever they're they're, they're up to. Um, basically, the, the sound of your footsteps is being sort of uh, drowned away by the the sound of the water behind you. <clears throat> okay, I'm just going to whisper back. You know, hopefully they can hear me. It's three wolves. You're, they're actually quite far away. The wolves, like Loris is kind mm-hmm. of close, but you're inside the cave. There's the sound of the water. The the if, if, okay. If you're going to want to talk to your guys, you're going to have to speak loud enough that probably the wolves are going to hear you as well. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's fine. I'm just going to, um, if I crawl along, will I be underneath the height of the stairs? Yeah, yeah, you will be. How, how tall is your character? Well, my goblin is, oh, is like, like four foot six or something. <laughs> so I was looking okay. at the height of, of a goblin and they're about three and a half foot. So you're a very tall oh, goblin. Right? So okay. I'm amazed that you vegetables. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, if you could maybe crawl on your hands and knees, you'll be able to um, get past without these wolves seeing you. Okay, that's what I'll do. What I'll what I'll do is just get a stealth check um, from oh, you as okay. well. But I'll but I'll do it with advantage since they're they're sort of not because of the sound of the, yeah the, yeah. What have I got for stealth? Oh, plus two. Oui. Awful. It's an eight. 
Okay, because basically you're pretending to be like a dead body, right? You're just uh, yeah, just trying to not get noticed. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wanna, I definitely want a performance check. Okay. Yeah. Performance for log seventeen. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's, that's fine. You, you log, you log your way out of the uh, the cave, letting letting the gentle flow of the water take you. Yeah. And that's as he appears bad. near the cave entrance, Merrick and exclaims, "My God, there's some kind of log coming out of that cave." <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand up and say, "Be not amazed." Another log in his eye. Byron, amazing. Okay, log impersonator and soaking fucking wet. <laughs> All I can say is that there's three wolves in there. They're chained up, and it's very dark. So mm. they bust. Did you not have a torch? No. <laughs> You had a torch. Maybe oh. you would have given me a torch going in the cave, Mister Baron. I I do have a torch in my pack if you if you need it. I don't want to go back in there. There's three large wolves. Wise, wise to you uh, for you to flee at the time. It did look like they were uh, definitely guarding something. So mm. you know that's probably the way to go. But we're going to have to go through three wolves. So if anyone's got any wolf skills, I do not particularly wolf. Animal lovers. My blade can handle wolves. It would American. be best to avoid killing those innocent creatures. In my experience, chained wolves are not innocent. They just wolves. know they have been raised by evil. You cannot blame a simple wolf. You cannot explain to one neither American. Laura speaks true. Mm, I could. <laughs> be our guest. They're very angry. I've got to vouch for that. Mm. <laughs> Well, our first order of business is to hide these bodies and mm. potentially if we could cover up this blood that's gotten everywhere, that would also be a bonus. I shall yes. lift these um, bodies and hide them in the bushes over here. All right. I'll get a survival roll from Sig just to see how well he goes at um, hiding these uh, bodies in the thickets there. Are there any useful things on the bodies before you hide them? Sig rolls 17 for survival and checks the bodies as he disposes of them. Yeah, uh, so there's basically just w what you've come to expect from these goblins so far. One of them's brandishing um, a, a scimitar and the other one with a short bow. Um, there's no, no money to be found on them. Um, and you, by the, with a roll of 17, you've, you've, you've successfully hidden them away uh, in the thickets. Sig would like to take the scimitar. By all means. Whatever happened to that trail? Yeah, the, the dread... It led us north in the first place. They basically came north up this way... Um, and into the sort of the water area here and disappeared. Magic. I point, I point out these skid marks to, to Merican and say, proof positive, yes. Mm. Well, do we know that, how do we know that it was people that were dragged away? We the don't. size and shape were consistent with humanoids, correct? Right? Yeah. And we expect the horses did not ride here themselves. <laughs> They could have. They could have shot themselves. <laughs> this is true. I say we make camp nearby, but not too close. I say we go back whence we came and find some woods. We will be safer there. I'll trust you. Thank you. Mr. Loris, should we stay at the mouth of the cave or go back to the with the rest of the lot? What do you think? We will be safer here with my axe. We will, to be sure. But what about your charge? 
I would expect him to follow. But if he chooses to stay with the lady, then he can. There is no danger back there. It's not exactly how a contract works, but <laughs> I feel like I'm not really in a position to argue with you. Well, I personally wouldn't argue with a man so handy and joyful about wielding an axe into people's heads. I, I take no joy in cleaving heads. It must. It, need, it, it needs to happen. <laughs> I think I can turn my head sideways and cock an eyebrow. <laughs> if we make camp together, we can strategize together. Your axe may be powerful, but don't discount us magic users yet. Wise words, American. I shall guard you while you sleep, while you recharge your whatnots. <laughs> the terminology I am unsure about. Um, before we leave, did we set a trap? Yes, it was a very good trap. trap. <laughs> <laughs> that's really going to let them know. That's going to... Um, yeah, what, what sort of... What's... They're going to be like, what? <laughs> we do have some rope. And we have this spare scimitar here. Mm. I was thinking we could make a bit of a tripwire. And so as they walk through the tripwire, the sword swings down and cuts them in the face. Mm. What do you guys suggest? The old chopping log, I call it. <laughs> the face chopper. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't have any better ideas. I have no idea how you do it, but okay. Well, you do it by rolling really well. So <laughs> um, I think we're going to need another survival. Uh, survival? I'm going to I'm going to go with survival. I, I reckon a survival roll is what we need here. Yeah. A three. Big <laughs> roll is a three. All right. So <laughs> I remember this from my youth. Right. <laughs> okay. So it seems like when I was a boy, it was much easier to do. Yeah. Okay. So, is... so Sig. Um, creates a, uh, a rope tripwire across the mouth of the cave. He, he basically creates a, a small. He grabs the scimitar and and does this. puts together this mechanism that looks sound. It's not, but it looks it. And from so from everything that you guys see, it's uh, he set up the trap. I know. It's very very good and say it looks much better than the goblin trap. Mechanism. <laughs> 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 Kind of forgot which way the knot went, but um, if you think it looks good, I'm I'm happy with it now. Thank you. I'm sure it's very functional. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let us, let us be off then. I hate to be that goblin. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right, so let's. Um, well, how how long do you guys want to rest? Or do you guys want to? Is there anything you want to do before you rest? Or yeah, what what would you like to do? I would take four hours rest. But I'm aware that others might need more. I too would need simply four hours of a trance to regain all my powers. But I would like to take the time to strategize. Mm. I have a suggestion in my mind. Uh, You may have seen my entangle spell. Uh, It can be quite useful, particularly if once trapped, say, were someone to light a fire inside those, those tanglings. Now, the other thing I I bring is that I actually do have some control over fire. If someone were to light one, I could easily whip it up into quite the frenzy. A solid idea. Burning the little buggers always pleased me. (laughs) I see you and I are on the same page then. Mm. Something to Uh, keep in mind. Although we must be very careful not to harm the hostages. Agreed. For one so anti-violence burning seems a lot more painful than cleaving. It is. 
<laughs> I never said I was anti-violence. I said I avoid it. Loris is just backing away from the elf very slowly. <laughs> it's just that I'm good. I appreciate that sentiment. Mm. I think if we could win the fight without having to fight at all, that would be the best outcome. Agreed. We are not dealing with our usual, should we say, foes. And we I can see from the ticketing placement, we can't really um, negotiate with them. Indeed. They wouldn't even take our tickets. <laughs> you didn't have um, tickets. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were ready to take your tickets. Um, so I, I will only need a short rest. So that's just four hours. Oh, no, it's an hour, isn't it? Um, so if you both of you need to rest for four hours, then I'll be ready. Um, but my only other question is, what about these wolves? Because that's the first thing we're going to run into. Aptly said, Mr. Baron. Um, Merican and I both have a short bow. You say they were chained. We could yes. kill them at distance without endangering ourselves. What say you? Can we could not we... bypass them? I would hate to hurt them if I didn't mm. have to. I don't think we can. The chain's not that short, but it looks, it looks like they can uh, move around. They were snuffling in my direction. And if the wolves spot us, will not their noise alert our other enemies? Good it's point. pretty loud in there. They've got a loud river, so maybe we can get away with it. We I may have so. to kill them. How often can you do tangle? I can only do it once per long rest. Okay, so it's not unlimited thing. Or okay. perhaps twice, but I'd prefer to keep some magic power to cure anyone who's harmed. Yeah, I think it'd be good to keep tangle for unpredictable thing, unpredictable goblins running at us or something. Mm. If we can get rid of those wolves with uh, by shooting them, that'd be great. Agree. I was thinking that we should enter the cave, kill everything in the first bit, go into the cave a bit more, kill everything again, and iteratively <laughs> get through the cave, killing all the things. That way, if we need to retreat, we can do so with relative safety. Could we not use the wolves against uh, their captors? Nessa, I've seen those of your kind be able to uh, seem to communicate with with beasts and uh, form an allegiance with them. Is that possible? Is that something that we may be able to make use of? It pains my heart, but I do not yet have the skill to communicate with said beasts and rescue their innocent hearts. Mm, I see. We, we, we could free them anyway and see if they appreciate the effort. Mm. I, could, I could control three wolves. Mm. I suspect they will not appreciate the effort. It would be like having wolf pets. I feel that three wolf pets would be better than one. It would be a shame, but perhaps that is the best solution. <clears throat> to murder them? Well, Slaughter to... is better than murder. Okay. <laughs> Much better work. All right. So Put down. Um, um, Put them down <laughs> with mercy in our hearts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Would we like to skip forward four hours? Is that what we're looking at? Yes. And, uh, all, and you're all away from the cave entrance right now, is that right? All right, so you guys all kind yes. of, you guys, <laughs> yes, you guys all walked away at about, it would, it would have been about three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, we'll just jump forward four hours, so both Murican and Gil. Uh, you guys have had long rests then, in, well, in comparison to having long rests? You guys are elves, you just need four hours, is that right? Yes. 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 Okay. Um, so you guys... Uh, have awoken, I guess, ready to carry on with your plans. 
Um, are you guys heading straight back off to the to the cave entrance? Yes. Okay. Um, as I'm using arcane recovery uh, means that I get to recover a spell slot apparently. Yeah. Nice. Now, um, the the goblin uh, illusion only lasted an hour. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, as you guys approach uh, back, um, you can see that um, Sig's uh, trap is just kind of laying dormant at the. It has just fallen down. There's like a scimitar <laughs> laying in the in the in the um, river with a sort of rope just dra- a dra- across the ground, basically draped across the ground, and sort of standing there just looking at it is is like is a very very confused goblin. And he's just kind of, he's just got uh, the rope in each of his, across his hands. What? What, are, what is this? Uh, where are the other guys? Hey, old friend. I, I see you've found my scimitar. Thank you. I tied it to a rope to make sure I didn't lose it. But uh, of course I have. <laughs> can you roll charisma? Uh, I, can I use friends? <laughs> Well, I just want you to know he's not—he's not currently an, an enemy or anything like. That. He's not hostile with you guys right now. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Oh, that isn't hostile towards it. Yeah, cool. Uh, okay, so yes, you can—you can use charisma with advantage. Is this a charisma roll yeah. or a persuasion? Or um, we'll go with charisma. Oh. Thirteen. <laughs> Luckily, I had advantage. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you've rolled a thirteen. Um, uh, this is quite a strange place to put a rope and a one of our scimitars. I mean, you can see the branding. Uh, yes, I uh, I purchased it from from one of your fellows, Billy. Billy. Billy, do you know him? Billy Goblin. Has he been really around here? Ah, oh, he is stupid. He's useless. Uh, oh. Quite lovely. He was. He was okay, a bear. Um, very good fellow. He was such a coward. He wouldn't even like. Uh, wait, actually, wait, he wouldn't even take weapons. This doesn't make any sense at all. If he wouldn't take weapons, how would you end up with one of his weapons? Uh, get away he, from the cave. He offered his gun to me. Um, he's having, he's, he's kind of, he's logicked it together and he's, he's not having anything, but he's, but but it's, he's, he's not kind of hostile towards you. He's just kind of like on the other side of that river, just sort of like shooing you away. Get out of here. I'm, I'm coming to check on, it's time for me to guard this area now. So you off you get, off you get. And he's kind of just shooing off as he, as he slowly walks towards, uh, this little clearing. Mr. Sig, shall we? We shall, Mr. Loras. <laughs> so, I, I believe Sig understands what Loras wants to do. Given Loras is kind of just a step across the river, he's just going to step towards the goblin. And rather than cle- try and cleave him through the head, he's going to try and cleave him through his, his middle with his axe. Okay, so he's, he's, he's showing you away, so he knows... He, he can see you approaching. You say, is that you're quite happy to approach? I'm perfectly happy for him to see me approach. Absolutely. Okay. In fact, I mean, it'd be pretty hard to miss me approaching. Yeah. I'm kind of big. I'm just going to clear that last turn order because, of course, it's going to be a, a roll of uh, initiative. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how to do this now. I got a 17. All right. Where, I think that's 
I believe I have done this incorrectly. Oh, that's right. Did you roll? <laughs> you got 14. I'll, I'll add you I did it. attempt two, yes. That's right. Uh, I'm just... Uh, How oh. about now? I'll update it. You got a 14 on your first roll, Indeed. so we'll make that one. Okay, so... Just, okay, despite um, Loris's uh, move towards the attack, Sig, you're at your top of the turn order, so you, you, you see Loris making his way across the water. You see a goblin on the other side shooing you off. Just leave, will you? And, uh, yeah, it's, what do you want to do? Sig slowly walks forward, takes out his sword and his shield, strides carefully yet resiliently through the river, which he knows can be fearsome. <laughs> <laughs> Stands next to the goblin so that Loris's main hand is ready for an attack. He lines up the thigh of the goblin and cleaves. <laughs> All right, roll to oh, hit. Sig rolls an oh, 18. Geez. Oh, jeez. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like these, these goblins aren't strong, okay? He, he sees you sort of approaching. He sees the intent in your face and he knows something is not quite right. Um, your blade comes down across his thigh with like so much strength that it basically just lops his leg off mid-thigh. There is blood just pouring, pouring out of the stump of his leg as he clutches it and, and sort of... And drops to the ground uh, and just slowly, like, bleeds out over, like, a minute and a half. He's just crying. But he's dead. He's, he's gone. I look at Sig approvingly. You guys, are, you guys are ruthless. And that's the end. I don't even know. I don't even know why I got you guys to do initiative because I knew that was going to be quick. Yeah, that was. I don't know if you mentioned that was eight damage. Was it eight damage? Eight damage. Eight yeah. damage. An eighteen roll. And an eighteen. Yeah, very good roll. Very good nice. death. Sig picks up the leg and goes to hide it in the bushes with the rest of the goblins. <laughs> Survival roll, please. To hide just the leg. Just the leg. <laughs> Sig would be happy to. An 18. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's tucked away nicely with the rest of the bodies. Despite him <laughs> planting it like a small tree. <laughs> it, is well it blends in beautifully. Um, are you going to do anything with the body? Mr. Loris, do you want to bring the other bit? Loris, um, so mm, Loris isn't good with picking up dead bodies. So he sort of picks it up by an ear and kind of, you know, like, like a dirty rat kind of thing. Just like, and brings it over to Sig and kind of just drops it and, you know. Okay. Not filthy thing. Sig takes back the scimitar, puts it in his pack. <laughs> so okay, so you didn't try to hide this goblin. He's just sort of lying in the bush near the in the clearing near the bush. Yeah. Sig remembers he forgot to hide the goblin. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. I thought you were trying to leave that out in the open. That's right. We'll use your eighteen roll from before. He's he's ignore my roll. Ignore that three. So we'll just, oh. that's all right. He's, he's been hidden nicely in the thickets as well. Okay. So in front of you just is this, this cave that sort of uh, leads. Um, how far does that lead off into the darkness? About 30 feet in front of you, it just sort of the light drops off to nothing. Um, complete darkness. All okay. you can hear is the sound of water. And, uh, is it nighttime or? Uh, yeah. So we're looking at about 7.30 at night at the moment so yeah so the sun's sort of setting now it's um no, it's still nice and warm though middle of summer mm. so whilst you are reminiscing about the, the lovely day i will pull out a torch and strike it and begin to enter into the cave okay so loros do we need to announce ourselves 
I have no intention of announcing myself. That is exactly what that torch does. Put it out. I'm Mr. blind. Gets a tick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blind without this. I need to see. Yes, not everyone has the ability to see in the dark. Uh, I could see the wolves, but it was just further into the cave. It gets really dark. Perhaps mm. I should uh, take point, as they say, though I am loath to do it. Well, I can. Surely I can't let you uh, bring up the frontier. Go to myself and step forward. Sig, I'm I'm worried about being blind and not being able to look after our our um, fellows here. Indeed, as I think I. surely some am- amount of light would be permissible. As long as they stay close, I'm sure there would be no problem. Mm. Perhaps, Mister Loras, we can use some of these bushes, wet them in this nice water and shroud our torches so we can have light when we need light to kill and then dampen it when we need to. What say you? Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Good man. Sig prepares a torch with dampening leaf attack. So could you explain to me how this... um... Why would it be wick leaves? So you put wet leaves on the torch. I have a torch and I light it with my tinderbox and yeah. it is a normal torch. Yeah. Then I go to the bushes and I get a big leaf and I put it in front of the light. Okay. And then so, when I want light, I take the leaf away and then it is a torch. But the, everywhere else other than the leaf will be bright. So you'll be able to see to your left and right and behind you. Indeed. Okay, cool. All right, cool. I just want to yeah. So you're blocking. So basically, they'll be able to see us, but we. <laughs> That's cool. You're well, blocking your vision. You're eliminating us and not them. We're killing everyone behind us, remember. <laughs> so as we approach, they will not see us. Once they're, they're dead, you. we'll illuminate the bodies of the vile skull. Uh, I, I am unsure. Just I'm welcome to a better leaf. idea. His leaf is harmless. Let him have it. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's good. It's just going to cause a shadow puppet show of us mm. creeping through a cave. What is the alternative? The night lookers go in, see stuff, die. Hold on. Let's take care of the wolves because I know we can see there. And then after that, we'll sort it out. That's that's a tick for you, Mr. Baron. Wise counsel. <laughs> Gil steps forward and he closes one eye and peers through his elven eye. What does he see? You can see that sort of further ahead, there's like a, a fork in the um, in, in the path. There's a, one goes off to the left, and the, and the river kind of continues off to the right. How far, how far dark, can you see? You can see 60 foot, is that I right? I believe I have dark vision up to 60 feet. I'm just having a quick Sig look. stretches his ears a little bit into points, and squints <laughs> into the gloom. <laughs> Uh, 30, 30 feet to, and with a normal vision and then a very dim vision after that for 30 feet more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so you can basically just see what I, I've described. You can see that off to this sort of direction about here that there's a little path off to the left. Uh, you can sort of make out a little bit of rubble going across the sort of, it forks off to this direction. You can see to about here and it looks like you can kind of just make out that there's there's maybe another path, maybe 20 foot um, up this wall that, uh, ahead of you, but it's all a little dark. It's a little bit vague. Mm. I relay this information to my comrades. 
after you, gents. Pains my heart to do this, but I believe there are some wills that we need to return their souls to nature. I have my short bow. Let's make this quick painless. Mr. Loris, are you proficient with a crossbow? No, but I have these. <clears throat> he pulls out a javelin. I propose we appear at the base, pop up, or shoot at once, kill them all, and then celebrate. What say you? I agree, but I will not celebrate. As long as we celebrate quietly. I'm already wet, so I don't mind so much going across the river. <laughs> you didn't dry out? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> you, 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 you rested for four hours and you didn't dry yourself? <laughs> How were really my clothes get dry? No wonder he's so sickly. It's been, you've rested in the nice summer, summer sort of air. Oh, okay. summer afternoon. You just, yeah, you you were just commenting on how lovely a day it was, and, and yeah. <laughs> you didn't take time to dry yourself. You've been partially digitation, my good man. Do they work? Yes, of course. Drying your clothes. <laughs> it allows you to clean a soiled object. <laughs> what do you call me? Okay. Okay. Perhaps your shoes. Mm, No, I don't. I don't have prestidigitation. This one is a strange one. So, are you guys uh, all in position, sort of talking about this within uh, yourselves, or on the way in? I think on the way in. I'm not going to participate. I don't have the means nor the stomach. Right. Okay. No, that's fair. I think the intent is that we sneak in and pop up all at once and then shoot. Can I get a stealth roll from everyone except for Gil? I lean back into the wall and just pick up my lyre. She rolls a 15. I roll 23. Oh, dear God. Um, I rolled a 4. It's not very stealthy to play a guitar. (laughs) Maybe that's why... um, there were two crit fails on that. Two. Oh God. Two crit oh, that fails. Yes. I got a crit. That's what the red means. Okay, so um, American is is you can't even hear a footstep from uh, American. I mean, the, the sound of the, the the rushing water definitely helps dampen any anything that any normal person would have made. Dampen. Dampen. Ah, uh, it was wet. Um, and but even if there was no water, no one would have heard. Uh, uh, there's no way that even the wolves would have heard uh, anything coming from American. It was like all sound had been removed from around America. However, we've got two trip fails from both Baron and Loris. I'm going to need to get a D100 from both of you to see how bad, just to see how bad this um, crit fail is. My rule is a 14, is a 22. 22. And I've got a 49. Okay. So Baron out in front, while, while you guys are seeing Mirakin so silently and effortlessly doing a thing, um, the Baron is just like, the water is coming at him. He's kind of thought, he thought he'd keep low while he was sort of like stealthing up and just the water is pushing into his face and he's kind of like spluttering against it. And he's, but he kind of manages to move up um, behind uh, Sig, but he, uh, there was a lot of coughing and a lot of noise being made at that same time. Oh God. Um, uh, Loris, however, is doing basically following suit. Thanks to the, thanks to the spray of water that is, that the Baron is kicking up. Loris can't even really see how, how close or, <laughs> 
<laughs> how close to where everything is as the water hits his face and he he stumbles to the into the water I, I don't I'm just gonna I think I think he's all right but it's just together that noise has has very much alerted the the wolves and they all come uh, bounding towards the stairs snapping and, and, and growling um, at this point mm. it didn't really matter that uh, sig rolled a, uh, 15. It, it didn't even matter that Americans rolled a 23. Everyone is currently being Fools spotted. all around me. Um, uh, by these wolves who are just... So, yeah, you're all, you're all... They're aware of you. They are very much aware of you right now. But they don't know what to do. What do you? What would you guys like to do now? They just—they're basically like at the ends of their chains, so like really reaching to to get you. But it looks like they I'm can't. Cast a magic spell. I'm just going to shoot it. They—they they look, they look like they can't go any further than where they're reaching. Mm. But they are—they are very agitated right now. Time to die. My God, I feel sick. But I draw back my short bow and take aim at the rightmost creature. All right, you know what that means, then, guys. It is time to roll initiative. I got a four. I rolled a six. I believe I did the same thing and I got a nineteen. Sig rolls a twelve. Alright, American, well you're up you're up first, so you've you've drawn your um short bow. Do you wanna sort of describe what you're gonna be doing? Who you're gonna be aiming at? What exactly you're gonna be trying to do? I feel so sick and conflicted, but no, I must make this swift to bring mercy on them. So I aim for the furthest away. I take aim with my short bow and let loose an arrow, aiming directly for its brain. <laughs> nice. Could you roll a hit? How'd you get? You got a seventeen. I get a seventeen with nine piercing damage. Okay, so that that um, arrow flies directly over the the wolf in front of you and lodges kind of. Um, into the eye of, of the wolf you can, you can see uh, you can see it kind of wince uh, in, in agony as it kind of lets out a massive yelp it's not looking good but it is still very much alive in fact he's, he's oh my god he's pissed off <laughs> yeah he's not happy pissed off <laughs> maybe <laughs> um, okay. d- is there anything else you wanted to do American? absolutely horrible I regretfully start to ready another arrow. Okay. Um, Baron, what are you up to? Okay, well, I see that the arrow went in. How much damage did it do? Uh, it looked it like a, a good hit. Nine piercing damage. Like it really smacked it? Okay, it, well, it went right cast. into its eye. It's right into its eye, and it let out a, an almighty howl, um, but, it's, <clears> but it's still still up. Okay, well, I am going to cast a magic spell. Uh, yeah, I'm going to cast a magic spell, and that spell is called Chill Touch. And I've got a 15. Is that enough to hit a wolf? Yeah, so which one were you targeting? The same one that just got hit in the eye. Oh, yeah, correct. Yeah, so that, that's definitely a hit. Okay, so and I think I roll a 1d8 for damage. I'm one. Ooh, okay. <laughs> one damage. <laughs> yeah, so I want, to, I want to attack his brain as well. You're, so your chilling touch is reaching inside his skull. Yes, um, if possible. All right. Okay. So, um, with all the destruction of the of the sort of the wolves barking and and chomping it in front of you, um, you you kind of just misjudge it, and it just uh, freezes like the side of its head. 
yeah just giving him kind of like an, like he's already overwhelmed with the pain from his eye and this kind of just serves just to annoy him just that little bit more maybe it will make him feel better <laughs> um so that yeah so he's taking just one just the one damage uh is okay. there anything else I'm just going to sink um, lower myself down into the water a little bit. <laughs> okay. uh, Sig, you're up next. All right. So Sig was getting ready with his short bow, and then as the wolves rush in, he reverts back to his short sword, holding his shield in front of him, and then lopping downwards in a stroke, dissimilar to Loris's technique, onto the wolf directly in front of American. An 11. That is a miss. Your your blade sort of comes down in between, yeah, in between both of the the wolves instead, hitting the ground, hitting the rock with just a, a thwack, and little bits of rocks splinter off. And but it uh, has done nothing. It's done nothing. Piss. <laughs> Piss indeed. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do? That's all. We have the wolves up next. Um, the wolf in front of you, Sig, um, sort of is stretched to his absolute limit but he's able to you're close enough for him to be able to just like grab on so with that he he sort of bites forward he's he's rolled a 10 no match for cragnolian steel nice it sort of glances off your off your shield i think it's the fact that he's he's the chain is kind of really really sort of keeping him at the uh, the almost the max that he can reach glances off that shield (laughs) yeah the um the the wolf in front of American is basically doing the same to American. Just sort of leans forward and tries to bite onto American. Rolls a twenty-two. I'm assuming that's a hundred percent a hit. That um, is a hit. And so the, the 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 teeth of the the dog, because again of the wolf, again because he's right at the edge of the thing, he's not able to really just grab on. It more just grazes down anything that he can find, and it does find like your a bit of your arm um doing four piercing damage uh into your arm oh no but in a way i do deserve this yeah the 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 wolf at the back is pretty injured and he's uh he's he's kind of letting the pack look after the the enemies and sort of disappears off uh, into the corner of of this cave um and that's going to be its turn Uh, was he the one that we hit yeah that was the one that you hit actually Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, if they weren't on a chain, I'd want you to roll that. But because they're on a chain, I won't. So we're going to move forward through to Loris. So, just a question. How big a gap is between Sig and American? I mean, they're basically side by side. There'd probably be, you know, like a, 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 I don't know, a foot in between them that you can okay. sort of see. Loris will make room. <clears throat> so I will stride forward, and as I do... Um, you will note, you'll see, um, oh man, no, that's not going to work. I'm going to cast, I'm going to, um, basically go into my barbaric rage. Um, so I will kind of just growl a bit in a rather guttural, but quite kind of seeing sign. I don't want to shock anyone and scare anybody here. So I'm just going to kind of, and as I do, I'm going to walk through American and sick. Just kind of push you out of the way and stand full front facing the two wolves that are there. And, I'm going to attack that one. Okay. So the one in as you know, no, yeah, I will take the one in front of um, Sig with with my um, battle axe again, 
Um, I guess so. You're charging forward and you're and you're pushing um, Sig and Mirican aside. Are you guys making room for yeah. Loris? Yes. Sig moves aside. Now I can't. I'm, I'm not going to move you guys too much because that would mean you guys would give these beasts an attack of opportunity. We're just going to move you guys a little bit aside. So it's just enough to let Loris yeah, through. Yeah. Really, it's very comfortable. It's comfortable. And what sort of attack are you going to do? I'm using my. How big a space have we got here? Like, I mean, obviously, I can come down like that. Logically, if I swing, I'm like liable to hit um, American. So, yeah, as, as long as the roof's not too too low. No, you've got a to... you've got a bit of height on there. It's maybe like hey, cool. it's like eight or nine foot foot up. So yeah, so as way. as I was striding forward, I, I put my, my javelin away because I don't like using the javelin. It's a, I, I kind of see it as a bit of a, a chicken's tool, really. You know, attacking from a distance, it's not fair. Mm. So I'd rather attack with my battle axe, and yeah. So that's how we're going. All right, and which one are you attacking? The one that was in front of Sig. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, cool. Can you give me a roll? Uh, a roll to hit. Oh, Read to me. I roll a natural twenty, a twenty-five, <gasps> and I add two to. Um, oh, where's my plus two? Um, because I'm in rage, I. Yeah. Uh, I attack them into it. So using truth, you gain, but again, a bonus to the damage roll the robot. So I add two to the bonus to the damage that I roll. So it's uh, so it's eight damage. It's eight damage. All right. So, um, do you want to describe how how you're attacking this one? Is it just the the typical? So, yeah, Loris sort of typical Loris. I've created I've created a trend, so I'm coming straight down, straight at his head. Okay, cool. Um, you you do just miss the head, but it, <clears throat> it cuts through the ear of the wolf, um, and down <laughs> into its shoulder, uh, and does oh. a serious amount of damage. But uh, it, it, he's he's bloodied but alive. Awesome. Loris will quite handily just stand in front of the wolf, ready to take on anything. So breathing quite heavily, but yeah, almost panting. Gil. I'm going to use my Elvish, uh, my bardic inspiration. Elvish, druid, natural fecundity. I always call her Nasa because it's sisterly. And you feel inspired. <laughs> um, and that means she gets a D4? A D6. D6. So you basically you get to choose uh, with this bardic inspiration, Joe. You get to choose when to use it. You can um, you can even choose to use it after you roll, um, as long as I haven't told you whether it's a hit or not. So you can roll, take a look at the response, and decide if you want to use it. Which means you can add a d6 to that to whatever you've rolled, or or not. You get you, you can you've got you can use it once. I've put the rules in the chat just for. Probably better than me stuttering about it for thirty minutes. <laughs> the next thirty minutes. And then I and then I turn to the the wolf nearest Lodos, which I assume is this one, and I say, "I'm just going to go for the easy joke. Your mother was a bitch." <laughs> uh, and I cast vicious mockery. Um, <laughs> Now, do they have to understand? Uh, no, they do not need oh, they just to, need to hear you. They, they need only hear me. I can succeed on a wisdom saving. Okay, let's see how we do. I did check that because it seems improbable. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so he did not, he did not say. What's the wolf going to say when it gets, like, uh, viciously mocked? <laughs> it's just kind of like, it's just. Oh, he was, takes two psychic damage. And he has disadvantage on his next attack roll. Oh, very nice. Okay. He's just kind of quizzing. He's just like... 
<laughs> that's that's pretty much it. He doesn't. Did you say that on my own? Huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> it takes it takes that little bit of damage to damage. He's, he's still looking pretty healthy, so it <laughs> didn't really do too much to him. Just c- confused him. That's how I end my turn. Okay, you've confused the wolf and me somehow. Okay, <laughs> um, and we're back to we're back to American. Oh, Mirukin is in a bad state. She stumbles backwards and gasps. My gosh, my spirits. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. This is karma. And she staggers backwards and, and slumps against the cave wall, um, looking at her, the big gash in her arm and um, casts uh, cure wounds desperately. Are you moving from your spot? Are, are you sort of... Just staggering backwards slightly. Okay, so, all right, okay. Barely moving. Just moving away from the entrance. Would you classify that as moving, disengaging from the the enemy? I'm trying to decide if you're, like, how far you're moving back. You're currently standing on the steps. I'm trying to decide. Moving five feet. Yeah, are you moving five feet, basically? Would one say further than the length of the chain? (laughs) 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 Oh, my question to you. Is as a rookie, does this penalize me if I move away? If you move more than five feet, me in the bottom. Yeah, if you move more than five foot, the the wolf will get a chance to bite you in the bottom. I do not want that. Unless you unless you're using disengage. Disengage. But then I cannot heal. I'm going to go with disengage while muttering and panicking to myself, and that's my turn. So, will you move back next to Gil? Okay, fine. And yes. You wanted to heal wounds or something as well? I think I cannot do that. You cannot. Oh, that's not a Until my next that's turn. Action. Okay, all right. Good to know. All right, let's, let's move on then. Baron. Well, I'm going to do the same thing as last time, but I'm going to um, target the, the same enemy. <laughs> okay, so... 1d20 plus 5, I've got a 13. Is that a hit on a, a wolf? Yeah, that's that's a hit. Cool. Which uh, one is he targeting? This is the one that's, that's backed off, right? The one with the arrow on its eye. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of backed off at the back of the cave, but he's not hidden enough. A one! A one damage! <laughs> um, unfortunately for the wolf, that the chilling brain freeze you gave him was enough to send him over the edge. Uh, and then a fit of madness drops to the ground, um, completely and utterly mind-killed. What a relief. Alright. Okay. Uh, that's my turn, John. Okay, Sig, over to you. Sig stands with his shield in front of him still, side by side with Mr. Loris, and uses the nape of his shield to drive through a vicious stab into the face of the wolf. All right, roll to hit. 14. That is enough. And uh, what was the damage there? Six of the piercing variety. Cool. Do you want to describe how you put this wolf to his end? So I'm using my shield as a bit of a, a runner, and I just drive the blade straight into his head. Uh, and pull okay. it back quickly, splashing blood on the front of my shield. Yeah, you drive it straight through the in between his eyes, and as as you withdraw, um, it's kind of the the the, the vacuum sealed skull kind of pulls just a little bit of brain in through the the, the sword shape uh, you've left in its head, and it just kind of slumps to the ground, 
with just like a pink bit of brain pushing through the front of his skull. Uh, and he's, he's dead on the ground. He's bleeding. He's dead. He's gone. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? It's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It is... Uh, it is the the remaining the last remaining wolf's turn, and he's he's gonna try and he's gonna try and use his movement to sort of bust past um, the the length of his chain. He's really he's just really straining on against that chain, and you can sort of see um, that as he's straining that the uh, the peg that's kind of into the dirt is, is starting to sort of bend, you can, and, and it's giving him just a little maybe just a few more inches of movement. Um, and, and he kind of le- leaps forward just a little bit to attack uh, Loris. And he's, he's going to... He has it. disadvantage on the attack. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he's, he's also freaking out because he's had the... Uh, viciously mocked. The cutting, <laughs> the cutting words. The cutting words of a half-elf. Still rattling in his mind, even though he doesn't know that language. He's just like, oh, it must have meant something. Uh, and, and due to that, he, just, he misses. He's just biting either side of Loris. Um, and, and just kind of just ravenous ravenous look on the um the wolf's face uh and that is the wolf's turn we'll move over to loris which is probably going to finish this off <laughs> let's hope so pitiful being i'm just going to smash my um smash my my axe into its head again like i do so well the loris drop to be sure the loris drop you need there to fix go. your dice man I'm, it's <laughs> you need to <laughs> Oh, I don't know how it's done. I don't know why it's Actually, done. Actually, oh, no, that's, that's, that's uh, right. The dice are right. The dice right. are fine. Yeah. Uh, you hit. You hit, yeah, Doing and, 10 and then, spread odds. Actually, 12 slashing damage because I'm still raging. Right, right. So that, that 12 damage just splits this wolf's head uh, neatly in half. Just with Loris's signature move now, which is uh, axe as high as he can lift it and is bringing it down with, a, with the aim of a marksman. Um, pinning pinning the the skull of the wolf to the the concrete step and just splitting it completely in half. Yeah. And we have. Sorry, I didn't enjoy that. Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. That's um, <laughs> that's that battle over. That's another battle done. So you've you've kind of just left there with the sound of rushing water behind you guys uh, or around you, Baron, I guess. Um, and the and three dead wolf bodies at the tops of these stairs. Uh, what would you like to do? Medicam. Um, what can we okay? see in the cage? Okay, in the in that little area that we've kind of the wolves are, I'm yeah, assuming cool. it was a cage of some sort. But no, no, this is just an open cavern um, within this cavern system. So we've got a there's a stalactite, stalactite, yeah, stalactite, um, reaching towards the ceiling of the cave here. It looks like there's some sort of narrow opening to the east wall that okay. leads just to a natural chimney that climbs about thirty feet up. Uh, so it's All a pretty right. pretty steep thing, but you can you can kind of see that it kind of leads up and there's a little opening right at the top of this, this sort of chimney area as well. It's pretty small, but it's probably th- wide enough that if you tried hard enough, you might be able to sneak through. But it looks like the climb up there is, is pretty treacherous. Um, Strange, I think it would have been, um, these wolves would have been guarding some entrance to their uh, home, but... It looks like this was merely just a place where they, where they kept the wolves um, when they needed to take them out. All right, to be murdered. To, to to murder things or ambush people or yeah yeah um at the top of that at the top of that sort of um that climb it's just again it's pitch black up there Medicare, are you all right i am afraid the spirits have taken karmic revenge on me i'm very badly wounded my arm look at my arm covered in so much blood the blood 
I deserve this. No one disagree with me or anything. <laughs> Are you okay to continue? I, I worry that you might not be able to uh, continue with us and may, perhaps you should rest or... Well, I do have the ability to cast cure wounds. Just give me a moment and I will do so. But this is a good lesson for me. Does cure wounds leave scars? I've always wondered that. Does it like completely cure, like clear everything up? Good question. Um, and you've rolled a seven. I'm very curious. So you're all healed up, that means, yeah? So you only lost four before? My arm knitting together the flesh back to where it was. Look, uh, no scar. <laughs> no, no scar. Disappointing. I'm watching that. Quite interested to see how it healed up. I'm quite interested in that sort of thing. So, uh, this is an amazing surgery technique. Yes, it is. Mr. Sick, do you not agree a scar would have been better? Mm. For Valley's Indeed. sake. Scars are not a good look on beauty. Indeed. Mm. But it would suit Agreeing all round. <laughs> Let's go kill more goblins. So, um, basically, because I've still got my torch in my hand, so I'm going to throw my torch just down to this that spot there, because I can't, because I can't see anything any further than that, right? So I'm just going to sort of walk up to where I can see, and lob my torch to that part of the entrance of the cave now. And I'm just going to back away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a look around where the uh, wolves were were pegged down. Do I find anything? Um, so what were you looking for, sorry, um, Gil? Just searching the area and just seeing if there was, um, if I can get a good read on so that the wolves were tied to the stalagmite and anything else of note. Um, there's nothing else. There's, you, you can you can see that there's a stalagmite. There's a lot of rubble at the east side leading up to that, that chimney. The chains that are attached to the wolves are attached to small little uh, pegs, I guess, that have been attached... Um, sort of like jammed into the ground. Uh, they look to be quite, and they're quite steady, except for one, which looks to have sort of wiggled to about maybe half its strength. Looks like that would come out pretty soon, to be honest, if it was any more pulling on that. But there's, no, that there's case, nothing really else of note. No, yeah. In that case, I will check the chimney and see if my alfi can uh, make out any detail. Um, so it's 30 foot up. So so where you're standing right now is is, a, is probably about a, a ten foot climb. Um, so, are you are you attempting to climb up there, or yeah? Can I just get a yes? Athletic, I'll climb up. Yeah, can I get an athletics check? Uh, yes. Not my strong suit. No, that's right. So you've rolled a sixteen, which is which is more than enough. So basically, um, there's a little crack through that you, that you can <laughs> spot. And you can see something lurking behind um, behind there. There seems to be some movement behind there as well. Then there's a there's a little soft glow emitting from in there as well, but not enough to really light up more than than what you can see through that crack. Is the path uh, wide enough for a person to go through, or say a half elf of average size? Well, let's. I think we're just going to have to go from the measurements that it tells us. It's less than a foot wide, or about about a foot wide. You could probably. Uh, someone of your stature, if you weren't carrying all your bags and stuff, uh, you'd be able to probably make your way through there. Just suck it in. Yeah. One foot <laughs> equals 30 centimetres. What? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't do imperial, so yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh, right, 30 right. centimetres. 
just looking through, does it appear as though I could, uh, anybody else could see in? Can I? What do you mean, sorry? So if I know that there's something on the other side, does it appear as though my position is given away? Oh, no, no, there's, um, well, you can't really tell from there. You, you, from your position, you can't really tell if anyone's keeping an eye on that corner of the room. I see. I'll attempt to climb back down the rubble. Okay. and try to keep my footing as solid as I can on the way back down. Yeah, no, that's cool. You just kind of make your way down. Um, if you want to do a cool slide, you're welcome to. I will not do a cool slide. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I come back to the party and I let them know that it would appear that there's an opening over there, but it's very, very narrow, and I'm not, I'm not sure that we could all make it through. I think possibly uh, this path north is best best option. I did sense the presence of, uh, of more enemies, but that is to be expected. Good work, Mr. Gill. Mr. Loris, should we proceed? Yes. Let's kill. <laughs> Sig walks confidently in the light forwards. Should we take the left path or the right path? I vote left. This, uh, the torch has sort of illuminated this path quite well. Alright, so the main passage from the cave mouth climbs steeply upwards. To, uh, up towards the sort of the right there uh, and you can see that the splashing uh, the stream is plunging and splashing down the west side of that corridor in the shadows a side passage leads west across the other side of the stream what you've all started noticing though because there's there's still a little bit of light that's trickling out out from the from the torch and now that you're kind of in this area able to see a bit further out in the shadows of the ceiling to the north you can just make out the dim shape of a rickety bridge of wood uh, and rope crossing over the passage ahead of you Another passage intersects this one, two foot uh, above the floor. So in, as you can see, that uh, there is a goblin that is standing on top of that, um, on top of the bridge, and he's been he's been keeping an eye on that ever since he saw that that torch thrown out of out of the darkness. He was kind of waiting to see exactly who that torch belonged to. Ah! It's intruders! Intruders! Ah! Ah! And he turns and he starts. Starts motioning uh, over to the to the east um, of the of the cave. He kind of he, he runs kind of into the, sort of the, this part of the thing, and he's 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 aiming his signals this way, and he's shouting intruders. I'm sure he's talking to no one. Friend, we're simply we're on the tour. <laughs> we have the tickets. <laughs> you can check our tickets again if you must, but. I'm growing tired of having this after Billy checked out tickets and Yarrow checked out tickets. It really is tedious. You know, if you're going to sell tickets to a tour, you really need to put a little bit of trust in your patrons. If this was true, you would have a guide. We always take guides. You're not meant to be the through here. It's intruders. Um... <laughs> The guide was eaten by the wolves back there when he tried to show them to us, and I tried to cast friends on him. Ah, uh, is he hostile? Did I say he's hostile? I'm gonna say, um, unfortunately, this time this this goblin is is rather hostile. He's he's um, okay. he's not gonna take any of your uh, agitated. Yeah, he's very agitated, um, mm. and he starts hitting he starts hitting across the bridge uh, into this kind of little walkway area before he leaves sight can sig react to his movement yeah sure he's um just so you know he's 20 foot up sig calls out 
Goblin, I have something of yours. And fires his shot bow. With and, a six to and, hit. And misses as the, uh, as the goblin sneaks into the darkness. Uh, he's run off that way, so that must... I'm guessing that's where the rest of them are. Do we want to... How about you get under the bridge, and when they run to cross the bridge, jump out like a troll, or stab them from below. And you'll be the troll, and, you know, and they'll be the billy goats. <laughs> I'm not sure you with this tale, Mr. Baron. What famous what happens? Uh, billy goats cross the bridge, and they get stabbed from below. Mm. The sound plan. I like this plan. <laughs> <laughs> we can push them off the bridge, maybe. I feel See, I could contribute to this with my short bow. Perhaps pick them off once they show their hideous faces. Mm-hmm. I'll mm. hide in the darkness. I would like to stand on the bridge and push them off. <laughs> that seems like a risky maneuver. <laughs> feel free. Sig wonders if we can climb up on the bridge or is it like going over us and we're down here type thing? By all means, it's like it's 20 foot above you. You could try and scale the cliff that the uh, the bridge is like attached to on each side um, and try and see if you can scale up and, and uh, make oh, your way up onto that feet, bridge. Hey? But it's 20 feet up, yeah, so it'll be... You could weaken the um, structure so as they cross it, it will fall down and they'll die. Can I not just walk up here and find the bridge? Um, you can totally, yeah, you can totally walk up there and, and make. If you want to start looking for the bridge, you can, but just be aware, like you've, it's pitch black past where you're, past that line for for anyone without dark vision or a torch. I have my torch. Oh, you picked it back as up. As I pick okay. up, all right, okay. Cool. Other... I wasn't going to leave it there. But okay, yeah. By all means, by all <laughs> means, you can absolutely take that with you and, and make your way up. Loris is going to, um, while these guys are talking about bridges and trolls and whatever the hell they're talking about. Um, Loris is just going to walk to here and see if his light can illuminate anything further as to where the entrance to the bridge is or where the, um, where the little goblin went. Because he went in here, didn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. So he, he um, ran across the bridge and sort of made made his way down this little tunnel you, that you cool. can see at the top of the um, uh, near that bridge. Yeah. Come, Mr. Sig. <laughs> oh, okay. Follows Mr. Loris. As you reach this area... There's like a, a really, the, the sound of the water around you has gone from like something that kind of fills the, the cave. That's kind of all you can really hear. But suddenly just the volume of it just gets to a deafening, uh, almost a deafening level. And Loris, you're the first to see it, but there is a just enormous wave of water uh, heading directly towards you. Um, it's just a surge of it rushing water comes down from above and just overthrow like go straight over the top of you and fills that cavern so what i'm gonna need i'm gonna need uh what are we gonna look here all right yeah so i'm gonna need a, a dexterity roll from from everybody oh, sig rolls 14 okay loris rolls 21 natural 20 rolls 12 16 i rolled a Okay, so the water pushes, uh, as you can see, Loris sees the water coming, and before it has a chance to reach him, he, he dives um, out, of the, out of the way of the main head of it. He still kind of gets uh, a little bit of water on him, and it's, and it's tugging at him, um, but it flows past him, and, and Sig, seeing Loris dive out of the way, does the same. Um, Mirakin and uh, Gil both sort of get missed by the brunt of the, the water, but poor Baron is, is, is washed 
is swept away. What? I'm not. Um, can, oh, no. can I get a, a strength a strength saving throw from you? Oh, that's yeah. Well? I'm good at those. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm impressed. Um, form of a log. Okay, so. <laughs> 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 Oh, okay. Uh, All right. So there must have been an 18 minus one. Yeah, okay, perfect. So, um, Loris and Sig, uh, Mirican and Gil, you guys have all avoided the, the surge of water, uh, but it manages to somehow uh, smash into Baron, uh, into the Baron, I guess I should say, um, who manages to hold onto the, the cave entrance since he's kind of off on that path, I guess, is, is he just holds yeah. on to the rocks and with yeah. all his strength, which isn't much, but he manages to, to hold on um, as the water passes. Shortly, the, the water starts subsiding again back down to its, to its normal flow. Holy shit. What was that? Onward. Sig, follow me. We must find the source. Indeed. Let's kill these little buggers. <laughs> I look so um, Aaron yeah. and Murkin and I say it's hard to find a good bodyguard and I go charging in alright I uh, um, sort of wring out my shirt some water put <laughs> <laughs> some water off my sleeves and I say shall we follow them I don't want to be left here you're uh, right it looks like from Looks like we should join the party. Okay. So I guess Loris is is making his way, and he's making himself known as well. Obviously, with that giant torch. Loris is um, not yeah. worrying or even trying to hide himself. And as you <laughs> as you make your way up, you can see a, a a couple of goblins sort of keeping an eye down there. They're 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 eager to see if if the water they sent down had done really anything. So what you can see, you can see that there's like a, a couple of, um, well, you can see one pool of water, which is, is looks like it's half filled. Uh, that's what you can really see at the moment. Uh, and the goblin closest to you uh, lets out an almighty. Ah, it didn't work, quick, release the other one. We need the other one released because we have to wash them away. They're not meant to be here. <laughs> Can I hear that? Um, yeah, um, would you say longer than a minute has passed since our last battle? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have... Okay, cool. Um, yeah, for sure. So do I hear them say, release the other one? Uh, with the sound of the water in this cave, I think uh, maybe Loris, and S- Loris definitely hears it. Um, Sig, if he concentrated very hard, may have heard it, um, but that's probably it. L- Loris will warn Sig. Um, as he charges the um, gob- goblin. So, okay. uh, so Loris is so hearing this, Loris is just going to go, Sig, with me, move quick. And he's charging said goblin. Okay, cool. Axe raised. All right, we've got time for some uh, some battle, I think, don't you think? I think we've got time for some battle. Uh, yeah. we... <laughs> Always time for battle. All right, can <laughs> I get you guys to roll the initiative? 18. Ha <laughs> ha. Sig rolls a 13. I'm right behind you, Mr. Loris. A 9. American rolls a 20. She's ready for action. Oh, damn. All right, so first in the turn order is American. So I can move 30 feet, so that will get me up to where the others are. She rushes up to meet the others and decides to duck behind this rock and take aim with her short bow again, this time whispering. 
I have no qualms with killing these. <laughs> All right, can you roll to hit, please? I have rolled a 15. And no qualms you have. That arrow soars directly it's towards the goblin. And la- where, where were you aiming? At the closest one. Uh, which part of the whereabouts on the goblin's body? Directly through the skull. <laughs> All right, no mercy. Um, Always. <laughs> the um the arrow the arrow finds itself uh, with six piercing damage. It finds itself true, uh, and it is lodged directly into the head of the goblin. He's not falling over though; like he's still he seems to have like he he's felt it, but he's not dead. He's not formidable, good. and he's just kind of like teetering about, just kind of like, <laughs> ah, no. Ah! <laughs> and he's just, just arrows sticking out of his head. He's not doing good. Um, oh, that's brilliant. And is that your, your turn? First, these low-quality short bow arrows. Okay. Made by scum. I mean, it's pretty, it was a pretty good shot. So since, since you've sort of, like, gotten a bit closer to this area, you can see that there are, there are in fact, two large pools of of um, water in, in front of you. Um, one of them at a half level. The other one looks to be still quite full. There's a narrow waterfall high in the eastern wall that is feeding this pool, these pools, um, which drains out the western end of the chamber to form the stream that flows out to the cave mouth below. Uh, there's low field uh, fieldstone walls are serving as dams at holding the water in. You can see that the closest pool has had, been, has had some stones pulled away. Uh, and so you deduce that that's probably where that last burst of water came from. Um, there's a wide exit standing to the south of this room, uh, while two smaller passages uh, lead west. Uh, the sound of the waterfall echoes through the cavern, making it difficult to hear. You also <laughs> see that there are, in fact, more than the two goblins uh, in this room. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> However, uh, so just remember that, um, Loris, you can only see two. You can only see these first two, thanks yeah. to your thanks to your torch. Um, so can, That's fine. If, if Sig was looking as well, that's the only two he would see. Um, Loris only needs to see two. American can see that there are, in fact, three goblins currently inhabiting that room. And I say currently because it is the goblins' turn, uh, and the the bridge goblin uh, runs out. Bridge goblin. Bridge goblin <laughs> runs out. Um, <clears throat> Did you get him? Did you did you get them? I I did what you told me to do. I alerted you. Did did it work? Um, and he, he looks off to the side and sees Loris's formidable form standing in the in the in the sort of the stairway there. Uh, but that's that was his action. Uh, the second goblin is is basically going to spend his turn loosening these these rocks uh, in an effort to. Um, break this down. Third goblin is going to run halfway, pull out his short bow uh, and, and <clears> eye <throat> up Loris. And he rolls a 15. Oh, that's a hit. And he does Pew. seven piercing damage. That that arrow flies past his friend down and just skims the top of the stairs as it, as it goes down and lodges into you. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that goblin is, and that goblin spends his remaining move uh, just sort of jumping up and down in celebration. The goblin at the top of the stairs also pulls out his short bow uh, and eyes up. Actually, he's the one that took some damage from American. I think he might have a bone to pick with American. He's not doing very well. He's 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 got that arrow stuck directly in his head, and he, every time he tries to line up his arrow, he's kind of seeing double vision. So he's going to attack with um, disadvantage on this one. 
um, you're a bit further away, but he really wants to take uh, revenge on you for that. Um, and he, even with disadvantage, rolls a 21. What? Oh, sheepers. Oh. He should pull that arrow out of his head and use that one. <laughs> I, I think he, oh, he's, no. he's worried that that would probably, like, kill him. So I think he's, he kind of, he kind of, like, flicks, flicks at the arrow. He knows this, mate. And it's like the arrow has like stimulated the aim center of his brain. <laughs> yeah, it's made him one with the arrow. Um, oh god! Uh, and so yeah, he fires um, straight towards Mirkin uh, and hits for four damage. Um, and that all right? That is the goblin's turn. So, assuming you let me do this, um, as as part of Lorita's character, I get this thing called Stone's Endurance, and as a reaction, I can reduce damage dealt to me by 1d12 plus 1 per shot rest. If you let me do that as a reaction to the attack, I, I, I was reading while you were busy shooting your arrow at, arrow at me. I'm cool if you don't. If you, want to take way, it, if you want to take it for that shot, you're welcome to. Okay, cool. I will roll 1d12 then. Oh, nice. And I will, and I will brush off the damages if it did not do anything. Nice. <laughs> Anywho, thought that was kind of fun to do. So that's once per um, short rest. Okay, cool. Yeah, once per short rest. Impressive. So the this guy here is looking pretty woozy, right? He is. He's uh, he's am- almost amazed with himself at how good that shot was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like he is. So, I mean, he can't. He can barely stay on his feet. So Loris is. I'm going to charge. Which which guy fired the arrow at me? Was it him? The middle guy? Yeah. It was. Oh no. Sorry. The the this one. Yeah. Sorry. The middle. Oh, guy. Oh, this guy. Three. That guy here. No, the middle of the. This three. guy. Yeah. Okay. So I am absolutely furious at this guy. He, he. This is the first time I have been hit. I'm not happy about it. So I am going to run full noise at this guy with my axe axe raised. As I pass this guy, I'm just going to kind of give a bit of a shoulder shoulder tap, kind of drop the shoulder, you know, the old gridiron style, just charge through him, yeah. hoping that might do some damage. But this guy, the middle guy here, is my target. I want to I want to smash him in the head with my battle axe. So, what we can do? What we can do is we can do a strength check. Yeah. Okay. Yep. If you fail, do you want mm-hmm. to continue past him? I want to keep trying. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to assume I trip myself up, but I still want to try. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, no, that's all right. So we'll do we'll do a um a strength strength check each, yeah. I roll a oh my god an eight. Okay, that's all right because the <laughs> the um you manage to push past the the goblin while you don't do damage to him, you do continue his confusion and he and he misses any opportunity to attack as you as you bolt past him. Excellent. So as I arrive at the standing in front of my attacker. I am going to bring, in my trusty form, way that I do, bring my axe down onto his head and hopefully cleave his head in twain. All right, roll to attack. All that dice. That's so good. It's an 18. Mm. All right, Doing that... 13 damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want to... All right, you know he's dead, so can you describe exactly what happens to him? So, in Loris's traditional form, he, he brings his axe, he comes up to the, to the feet of the goblin, pauses for dramatic effect, Smiles a bit because he is enjoying this and drops his axe with an almighty blow straight through the head of the goblin. Once again, in twain. Yeah. As the special. goblin stands there. The Loris blow. Nice. Is that, is that, that's all you move? That is me. Cool. Uh, Sig, you're up. Sig listens to the command of Loris and sees him dash off into the, the cave. Hurries behind him um, so he can still remain in the light. 
and charges directly into the goblin at the top of the stairs with a downward slash into the top of his neck and shoulder bit. <laughs> Roll the hit. Die, scum! Uh, 19 to hit. Yeah, oh, and, and, and brutal. Not only was that a direct hit, but he kind of like like falls into it as it's coming at him as well. Um, and instead of like coming in through his, his shoulder, he kind of leans in and you just slice him straight through the, his head and the his top half of his head just kind of goes onto the ground and he nice. is and the the arrow hits the ground on the top half of his head and just pushes him even further killing him pretty much instantly as a reaction sig would like to kick his body further away from him with a, a boot of malcontent yeah yeah and, and that just gets boot, you just boot him back into the, about five feet and he's just his head is still like the part of his head is still at your feet just the body. <laughs> it's just the body that's been sort of kicked aside. Oh, brutal. Okay, uh, Gil. I run forward, straight into the room. I unsheathe my weapon for the first time and say, you'll find it's not just my wit that's rapier. On guard. <laughs> <laughs> I stab the fiend. Okay, roll to hit. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a definite Oh, dude. It's a 22 uh, for three damage. That punctures into the chest of, into the, chest of the goblin. Um, doing some decent damage, but he kind of looks down at the, the rapier sticking out of his chest and, and sort of looks up at you and says, You've got to do better than that to kill me! It's, it's Jingle! Me, Jingle the Goblin! You know, I am the hardiest one you'll ever find! I'm just going to store away that name for later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so he, you know, you've, you've damaged him, but it doesn't look like it's done too much to him. As uh, you're in case? And my turn. Okay, cool. Uh, Baron Byron. Okay. What are you doing? Well, I'm, I don't actually know what's going on up here. I think it's too being too loud. It's, God, it's loud. <laughs> <laughs> Around the corner, uh, and I see dead bodies. I suppose. Uh, yeah. So. I'm going to join in with the only, the only thing that I've got. I feel bad. I'm going to play the game though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> play the thing. And I'm going to roll my damage. So my damage is yes. I got a 17. Oh, oh. yes. Nice. Oh, it's a zero success. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'll give you I think that is referring to me. <laughs> I'll give you one success for that one. Um, which one were you aiming at? Uh, the one next to Gil. All right, yeah, okay, cool. So you, you've definitely succeeded. Mm -hmm. in uh, well, I did not just not one damage this time, but I did five damage. Okay, and what are you what are you trying to what are you aiming for with this chill touch? Uh, I want to just nipple cripple or something. Um, <laughs> probably his throat. I'll go his for throat. his throat this time. And Jingle kind of as he's gloating to Gil standing in front of them, he, he doesn't know what's happened, but he's almost like the the, the Darth Vader force choke, oh, yeah. yeah, and he's like, <laughs> "Yes, you, yeah." Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and um, yeah, he, he drops to the ground, clutching at his throat, and and slowly, slowly passes away. Nice. Can I just add a little color to that? Huh? So I think as my as my rapier is kind of oh. piercing his chest, it it. Fine, it begins to bend as I place more force on it, but I haven't managed to pierce him entirely. 
and it's then when I see the the grasping hand of the Baron uh, appear around his throat and realize, oh, this is not going to go well for him, and I just kind of withdraw. <laughs> <laughs> Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter, at Getting Dicey, for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the homemade costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.